Hi my happy enders, it's another week and so yay! <laughs> I had the worst leg cramp last night so I am not here right now. And But my leg is and it is making it very well known that it is here. Um, so this week's episode, I'm super excited, was Pete Lee. And I knew I liked him, but having him on the table and talking to him, I adore him now. And I know you guys are too. This I this episode brought me back to really, really why I like doing this podcast. Um, it was very organic, and it was just... It had a really good energy to it. I know that sounds weird with, you know, the massage therapy and stuff, but it really had a good energy to it. And these are the ones, these are the episodes that, episodes that I adore the most. Um, Pete Lee was a New York comic that is now here in L.A. He's best friends with Nikki Glazer. He has a podcast called Snuggle Storm, which he does with, which he does with his girlfriend, who is a super badass, too, and I want her on my podcast as well. Um, you've seen Pete Lee... Uh, he was writer for, um, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm fucking doing this right now. Uh, yeah, he's been a writer for a lot of shows, and he's just a fantastic comic. He had a special on Comedy Central. He does a lot of writing for a lot of the big shows that I'm fucking being an asshole right now and forgetting right now, and that sucks. Um, best weekend ever, um a lot of stuff like that so just go check him out his bio is super awesome and he's such a good guy i really hope you guys enjoy this episode because i did uh also please like click subscribe comment i know that's such a bullshit thing to have to do but it is something you do have to do um special thanks to care by design your guys's cbd lotion is the fucking bomb and i super super appreciate you guys giving me that and letting me use it on all of my patients and using it in the podcast. You guys are super awesome and I really appreciate it. So enjoy. Get undressed, get under the sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Okay, are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> this is great. I'm in my underwear at the comedy store. Isn't that awesome? In the yeah. basement. Yeah. I'm Pete Lee, but I feel like Bobby Lee. <laughs> He's always naked. He is always naked. He yeah. would... First time we were here, he showed me his pubes. Well, he showed everybody in the audience his pubes. Well, that's the the sexiest part of a man, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the pubes. Especially as many as he has. I was like, oh, okay, that's fantastic. My husband's like, is this what we're doing now? I'm like, yep. You can come with me or you can stay behind. And he loves it. He's like, well, you know, when you get on stage, I win either way. If you bomb, I laugh at you. Yeah. And if you do well, I laugh. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're going to be married for a really long time. Yeah. He sounds cool. <laughs> like you know what's sad is everybody, when we first started coming here, they're like, oh, you're the comedian. And he's like, no, 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 my wife. Like, yo, you're married? I'm all, ouch. Oh, that's funny. They mismazled you. Yeah. They assumed that it must be the man. That um that was like, 
doing the stand-up comedy with the doting wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did a whole rant on Miss Maisel the other day. Yeah, how do you feel about it? It drives me... Okay, obviously I'm the minority because everybody else loves it. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I can tell you now a man wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... I tried out to play Joel, um, like when they were reading for people for the pilot. Uh-huh. I lived in New York, and um, they were reading everybody for it. But um, And then my uh, I have an ex-girlfriend who's an actress that like we were reading for her to play Miss Maisel. Okay. And every line sounds like it was written by a man for a woman. Yes. And... And I've shown my tits many a many a times, <laughs> and it's never got me anywhere except in my dad's disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> and the main thing, the one that gets me the most is, okay, so as a mom, I feel mom guilt all the time. Like, I feel so bad when I'm like, mom, mommy's going to go do a show, or mommy's going to uh-huh. go do a set. And they're like, but, you know, and I'm like, well, you're with daddy. Like, yeah. but they're like, don't leave. And she has kids. And she fucking just takes off in the middle of the night. Yeah. And she's Jewish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Jewish mom ignores her kids? Like. Yeah, a part of me wonders if, if they're trying to capture, like in that era. I feel, I I don't know. Like I feel like, possibly parents weren't as helicoptery as they are now. But also, like if she was that kind of a mom. She's kind of a sociopath. She is. <laughs> like, she doesn't care about her kids at all. Like, her kids are the most minor character in Miss Maisel. It's, yeah, and I feel like that is a man writing it. Because yeah. as a mom, I mean, I'm not kidding you. Everybody knows when they first meet me, they're like, okay, she's married, she has kids. Okay, that's just who she is. Uh-huh. I mean, besides the goldfish stuck in my hair and, like, the homework <laughs> in my pocket. But it uh, kind of drives me nuts. Yeah. It's, I mean, I I would say that my gripe with the show is that season one was really good. And then I felt like they got really playful with season two instead of getting more real with it. And I didn't like that. but. Oh. I also have friends that write for the show, so if they're watching this, I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I never like to say anything bad about something that especially a friend has done. Right. That feels so good. You are really tight. I'm very tight. I've been sur- I learned to surf this summer, and I haven't had a single massage. Oh, my God. I have so. a surfer. He's a pervert. I see him every, <laughs> every Friday at 4, and he tells me I'm a bad girl that needs a spanking. Like, actually, I'm a pretty good girl, honestly, but um, he's a surfer, and I, every time he leaves, I'm like, don't get eaten by a shark. <laughs> or or a, do. And a part of you is, yeah, you're like, you're like <laughs> he'd probably try to feel up the shark. Right. I accidentally stab him with my fingernails. I'm yeah. Like, Let's just make some open wounds. <laughs> just cut him somewhere he can't, he can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> like... Cut him on a butt cheek where he can't possibly really see it. Stay in the water extra long to this week. Bye. It's funny. There are, um, I, like, I, I've been getting to know surf culture, and there's definitely, like, the laid-back surfer, but then there's also that, like, uptight type A triathlon nerd kind of surfer that's out there in the water, and they're, like, 
super serious about their gear. Uh-huh. And they're, like, the most tense person, and they're trying to catch every wave that they shouldn't. And um, I think that it's so funny. I'm like, it's the ocean. Like, you, ha- if there's anywhere to go with the flow, <laughs> it's the right? ocean. You. And the ocean will always remind you, like, I'm the ocean. I'm power. I'm more powerful than you. Yeah, you are my bitch. Yeah. And I have minions that will eat you. Yeah. <laughs> Today there was the the cutest, um, uh, not sea otter, but I always want to just call them seals, but they're they're whatever's in all the marinas around here. Uh huh. They look like a seal. I don't, I'll just call it a seal. Okay. Um. But there was a seal that was just like swimming by us, and like when seals swim, they turn over and they'll like, like almost like a cartoon, kind of like, like splash the water and spit water all over the place, and like, so we're out there like looking for waves, and this thing's just swimming around like an idiot. <laughs> like, uh huh. It was really cool. I took the boys. We went to the beach. In my middle, he loves the water. He's like a fish. So he's swimming and swimming, and there's this seal, and he's fucking playing with this seal. Yeah. And I was like, Caleb! And he's like, Mom, look, look! And I'm like, you realize that is shark food you are playing with right now? <laughs> That's so... Yeah, my buddy Ryan that that I surf with uh, out in Santa Monica, he, um, he actually... Um, he was like, yeah, he's like, we don't want to be swimming with that seal. He's like, I, I think let's hit one more wave and go in. And he, he actually said the same thing. He's like, where there are seals, there are sharks. And yeah. we, we don't want to be by that idiot. And I was like, all right, we can go in. Especially the dumb ones, because it's like, look, I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was splashing a bunch, just being real attractive to a shark. <laughs> right. Probably cut itself on a rock. Yeah. It's like, ha-ha. <laughs> this is my essence. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, we were out. Um, we were out like oh god, I think it was. It was like two weeks ago, and um, I was like, man, this is so much fun. I'm so glad that I got into surfing. And then these two dolphins jumped probably like 50 feet away from us. Uh-uh. And I turned to him and I go, man, scratch that. This is romantic. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like a real normal guy, so he was like, he was like, wait, what? No, you don't really think this is romantic, right? And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm just messing around. He's like, can we just go back to the other thing? Yeah. <laughs> can we go back to this being cool? Yeah, we don't. No, no romance. Yeah. He starts singing like Little Mermaid. Just yeah. Kiss the girl. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, I have an unhealthy fear of sharks. It, I, I don't know why. Yeah. But, yeah. So, like, every time everybody's like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye. You know what's weird is that um, there's, what is it? There's, worldwide, there's 11 surfers a year that die from shark attacks. Or, no, there are, there are 11 surfers a year that are attacked. And there are two that die per year worldwide. And there's like hundreds of thousands of surfers. So I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good. Plus I've already, I've had encounters with several sharks on, on Jessica Wellington's um, liar podcast. Uh-huh. I told a shark story that was like based on a real one, but it just didn't happen at that time. That was my big lie. I told uh-huh. her. But, um, uh, is that Emily? That is Emily. Hi, Emily. 
Good. <laughs> I'm very tight. He's uh, very tight. Uh, <laughs> He's like a girl on prom night, but I'll loosen him up. It's okay. I've been doing some back muscle rejuvenation <laughs> <laughs> to get it tighter. Yeah, back kegels just to tighten them up. That's really sexy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only reason I do this, is so I can touch naked people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know it's stupid. Like, I really am afraid of sharks, and it's so dumb. There's no reason for it. Yeah, we're talking about um, my back is really tight because I've been surfing. And oh, um, California. California, hang loose. <laughs> <laughs> Get it for the cameras. <laughs> um, oh, that hurts so good. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm turning into John Mellencamp. That or Tim Thomas. It's so good. I like it. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I like all the moans and groans. I put those in a special file just for me. <laughs> when my husband goes out to sea, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> moans and groans for joy. What does your husband do that he goes out to sea? So, he, uh, my husband's cooler than me and it fucking sucks. <laughs> And he's going to listen to this because he listens to all of them because he's so disgustingly supportive of me. Fuck that guy, dude. Yeah. So. Um, I love this guy. He sounds <laughs> Everybody loves this guy. He can join my good guy club. He is a good guy. It's kind of gross. But, okay, so he works for the Navy. He's civilian. Uh-huh. But he works on a retired destroyer ship. Oh, okay. And it's a test platform for, like, any new type of system. And they go out to sea and test it, and he goes with them. And sometimes it's unmanned, so because he's civilian, dude has to climb off the side of the ship uh -huh. and then get on a little tiny fishing ship. In fact, the one that just burned down the Conception, Yeah. he was on that two weeks ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And I'm like, you can't die and leave me with all of these fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't worry, babe. I took out an insurance policy <laughs> on the conception. Like, can you take it out on the kids, too? Because they're not going to last. Yeah. Without him. Oh, my God. He was gone for eight months once. They had to go dry dock in Portland, Oregon. I don't know how they survived. Oh, wow. Wait, dry dock, like, like they take the ship out of the water? Uh-huh. And it's a giant ship that's just up on those platforms mm -hmm. oh so they were doing a bunch of like welding and shit at the bottom of the ship this is how manly i am my um my, <laughs> my favorite sentence in this yeah. podcast so far <laughs> my my visualization of dry docking a ship is from lay miz the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i even love what musicals yeah musicals <laughs> we can talk musicals oh. yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, I like I never was into musicals until I saw Hamilton and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so it's so good." Oh, you're new. I'm new. I'm new. Actually, I sh I saw Wicked first and I remember leaving there 
with my girlfriend because I'm straight. And, um, Do you want to say that again? Yeah, I'm straight. Okay, yeah. Super straight. Totally straight. Ask me what I love. <laughs> Musicals. <laughs> oh, I just love crushing puss and watching musicals. <laughs> porn um, musical. They need to have like a musical porn. Yeah, like, like where you get to. Oh God, that's great. <laughs> um, you hit a really like a really good spot on my back right when I was trying to not sound gay, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah. The musicals. We can blame it on that. Yeah. We? Yeah. Um, I actually went to, um, I was in, um, oh God, Mohegan Sun Casino and, uh, I went and, um, I went to see the singer Sean Mendez. Speaking of stuff that probably is gay to go see. Uh-huh. Um, but he is, dude, he was so good. It the, the venue, I got off stage from my show and a big bouncer walked me over to my seats in his concert venue because it was right next door to mine. Okay. And I took my opener, uh, Leah Bonima, with. And earlier in the night, she was like, hey, there's an all-male review after our show. Will you go to it with me? And I was like, even gayer, will you go see Sean Mendes? <laughs> and then we... I can one-up you right yeah, now. We're, we're going to go sit. And we were practically front row for the concert. It was amazing. And I bought a shirt at the show that I'm wearing tonight called Just... It's a man's shirt. It's a man's cut, I will say. Uh-huh. But the shirt says, just a girl who loves Mendez. <laughs> okay, I saw... I was like, what yeah. is on his shirt? Yeah. Okay. I thought that it was so funny. That is fucking hilarious. I walked up to the counter. I was like, so this is a guy's shirt, right? And they're like, yeah, it's a guy's cut. And I was like, guys buy this shirt? And they're like, yeah, plenty of guys buy this shirt. <laughs> they're all, sure. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Oh, yeah. Well, they were like, we have them in stock, and we run out of them, so guys buy the shirt. <laughs> but I didn't ask what kind of guys. But you probably are better off not knowing. Yeah. That's fucking fantastic, though. But so I was like, I was like, tonight's the night where I roll out the just a girl who loves Mendes shirt. <laughs> we're going to have to get a picture together with it. Oh, my God, yes. I'm on the the 8 p.m. show doing a development spot. Uh-huh. And I'm definitely going to wear that shirt. Hell, yeah. I hope that there's a photographer here for it. I would love to get a good comedy store stage shot of just a girl who loves men. <laughs> just make sure your arms are, like, always away. Away from... Uh-huh. Yeah. You can yeah. always have an announcement at the beginning, too. Like, I know they said no flash photography, but if you want to fucking take a picture of me right now, just tag me. Please tag me in it, because I need a shirt on this stage. I just really want... I need a picture. And whoever gets the best picture wins nothing. <laughs> wins the shirt off my back. I'm going full Burt Kreischer. <laughs> I'm just going to be no shirt and jeans for the rest of the night. Burt Kreischer, Miss Maisel. See? Yeah. She totally stole his idea. She did. Holy shit. Yeah. He needs to sue them. Be like, bitch, I did that first. I did that first. I'm the machine. (laughs) I love Burt Kreischer so much. He, when I went to his house to do the podcast with him, it was him and his wife, Leanne. 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, who wants to go first? And she went first and he talked the whole time. <laughs> and I was dying laughing. And then he got on the table and every time she tried to say something, he goes, shut the fuck up, Leanne. This is my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so funny. And she would just look at him like, what? No, I want to talk too. <laughs> Do you think that Bert's wife has ever wanted to roofie him just so she can get in a word edgewise? <laughs> Probably. Him and his daughters, just, yeah. or her and the daughters. Yeah. Like, okay, let's just get dad. <laughs> His daughters will get to college and be like, we can talk. <laughs> Every time they start talking, they like stop for a second and look yeah. around. Yeah. He's... I could also see him joining college with them. Like, oh, let's do this again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go through the experience again. <laughs> you guys got to be here for seven years. This is another like yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, the movie where he yeah. joins his kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to school. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really, I like, I, um, I've lived in LA for a year and the only time that I've ever, ever actually spent time with Bert was I did the university of Marquette with him. Okay. Uh, it was like years ago, but I keep wanting to run into him in LA cause, and I watch all of his Instagram stuff. So I'm a fan. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He's great. I fangirled when he's like, do you want to just take the massage table into the man cave? And I was like, oh, <laughs> sure, cool, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know exactly what this room looks like. <laughs> exactly. I don't know exactly where we're going and what your dog's names are and your kid's name. No, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm that way with Joe Rogan. Like, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of his podcast. And uh -huh. then you get to do stores there. You get to do shows with him here at the store. And it's so cool you know like he's not only do i love his comedy but you know like i've heard stories about him helping comics out yes and he's just he's just like such a generous guy and um also just like every time that i see him he's really cool yes and and he doesn't even have to be he could be a dick to me and i'd be like that was <laughs> I made him laugh once, and I'm not going to lie. I went home, and I was like, oh, my God, I did that. Yeah. Because uh. <laughs> I got to do, they let me do my chair massage at Comedy Chaos and Shimmy Shimmy Ya, Josh Adam Myers oh, and yeah. Sam Tripoli. And basically, it's me networking and be like, hey, if you like the chair massage, come get on my table. Yeah. And I was asking Joe, I'm like, hey, do you want to be on my chair? And he's like, no, I'm up. And he's like, how many, like, happy endings, like, do people request? And I was like, honestly, my the very first joke I ever wrote uh -huh. was, like, I don't give happy endings, not because I have morals, but workers' comp doesn't cover tennis elbow. <laughs> and he laughed, and I was all, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's great. <laughs> That's a really good joke. And then I, like, walked away. I'm all, I'm the best. Yeah. I just made the king laugh. It was really cool. Yeah. And then the other day, <laughs> I was talking to someone, and Anthony Jeselnik was in the room, but he had his back towards me, and we had been talking a little bit on and off because some dude fangirled so hard over him yeah. <laughs> that he you could tell like he had a speech prepared, but he just bumbled the whole oh, thing. God. So it was kind of like, a, yeah, we know somebody. We have a mutual acquaintance. Um, um, and then he ended it with, I really like your stuff. <laughs> and I just looked at it and I was all, 
<laughs> and he walked away, and I was like, dude, he fangirled so hard, he had a stroke. That's funny. Oh, it was so funny to just see somebody just like verbally just die. Just implode. And he was a, he's a comic, and I was like, oh, uh. baby. But then I was talking to someone else, and I went to go get my card to give it to him. And Anthony turned around and took the card from my hand. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, hey, I'm really good at what I do. And he's like, do you do house calls? And I'm all, yep, I do. And I was like, I'm really good at what I do. I'm all, but I do have to tell you, <laughs> I was actually handing my card to the guy behind you. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, shut, shut up. Why are you still talking? And he's like, okay, okay, can I keep this though? And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, like, cool, cool. That's great. So then I went home and I told my husband, I'm like, Anthony Cheselnik has my card. <laughs> I'm surprised Anthony didn't go, um, do you do house calls? And you were like, yes. And he's like, but what about mansions? Right. <laughs> that sounds like an Anthony joke. Can you park your car where the servants do? Yeah. Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. I try not to fangirl too hard. I, at one point, when I first started doing it, like I walked in the room, and I'm like, just be cool. Don't be Joy. Like, be anybody <laughs> but Joy right now. And I was super cool, and Maz Jabrani was on my chair, and he goes, I love you. And I go, I love you too. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was Joy. I was Joy. <laughs> yeah, but I like Joy. Yeah. Know, like, and I'm also that same person that when I love somebody, I tell them. And I've just learned not to give a big speech like that guy did. Yes. I'll just be like, hey, I really dig your stuff. And then usually once you become better and better friends with somebody, then you can, you know, tell them like, dude, you were my favorite, you know, like comic since this and that. And like, uh -huh. Uh, just letting you know. And uh, usually it's like once they get to know that you're cool, then it won't freak you out when you give them love. But That's true. Also, some comics are just so damaged that, like, their brain receptors just, they can't accept love, you know? Uh-huh. Wait, isn't that, like, a requirement? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's in a... It's like a person who's self-abusive, you know? Yes. That... that um, if you're like, you're great, they're like, no, nah, I suck. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. Like when somebody's like, hey, I really like that joke. I'm like, eh, it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I write romance books. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm super nerd. Like anything that's nerdy, I'm all in. And everybody's like, oh, I'm going to read your book. And the first thing is, they're not that good. <laughs> like, I'm told, oh, please don't. That's, don't do that. That's funny because, first of all, I bet that they're great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you wouldn't take the compliment, <laughs> even a hypothetical one. <laughs> like, uh, next subject, your back is really tight. Really tight. Um, so is your writing. Um, <laughs> it's, but, I mean, the romance novel genre as a whole is supposed to be, like, like they're actually supposed to be terrible like right like like kind of campy or whatever i i just i have several friends that are really into that genre and they always talk about that like they expect the writing to be the worst and when it's actually good they're really surprised i could see now okay when i ghost write uh -huh. I hope nobody i ghost write for is listening to this i don't give it my all okay 
And I also, I go by a formula because the faster you ghostwrite, the faster you get paid. Uh huh. So I pop those ones out. I've ghostwritten about 40 books, just blah, 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 blah. But what? they're all formulaic. It's just a formula. Guy and girl gets together, they fight, they fuck, they, <laughs> they fall in love. Happily ever after. So those are easy, but my books, I really, really try and make them where all the characters have their own personality. There's plots within plots within plots. So yeah, I try. Like, I don't know. They're not, and they're not formulaic. Like, I like to throw the surprises in. So, yeah. But it's sad because romance, almost like stand-up, is the art form that's least respected. Yeah, which is weird because love is the thing that makes the world go round. Right. <laughs> and there are books about love and romance. Do you want to say you're not gay again? I'm not gay. Okay. I'm actually not. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just a... Uh, oh, I'm just a good person. You are. <laughs> it's just like my husband. He watches Disney movies, and I'm like, oh, you're so gay. Yeah. In fact, oh, my God. So <laughs> my car broke down, and my niece went to Vegas, so she's like, hey, you can ride and, you know, you can take my car until your car's fixed. And... She had a Starbucks apron in it uh-huh. that he put on and started taking pictures of him, and he was calling himself the new Haley. <laughs> and I went up to my niece before we worked out, and she, oh my gosh, she fucking killed me today. I'm so sore. And I was like, how do you feel about your uncle being gay? And she's like, oh, I kind of figured he was. <laughs> And then she's like, go do push-ups. I'm all, fuck. Don't you want to talk about him some more? <laughs> see, to, see, to me, he doesn't sound gay. He just sounds so secure in his masculinity that he can be fun with it. Super secure, which is awesome. And I didn't yeah. realize that's not a thing. Yeah, I um, I was getting my hair cut. I lived in New York for 12 years, and... Um, I was getting my hair cut down in the village, and there's this hair place right down by, um, of all places, Big Gay Ice Cream. Okay. And um, I needed a cut so bad, and I was walking past with uh, the girl I was dating at the time, and not my current girlfriend, so sorry to my girlfriend if you're watching this that I'm talking about that. But um, see, even that, like, a guy would just be like, whatever, I don't care about her feelings. <laughs> well, your new girlfriend's way better. My new girlfriend's amazing. She's she's fucking, she's the best. I like her way better. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. Um, but anyway, we were. I was getting my hair cut literally by uh, a gal in drag. Oh. And, um, uh, and I've learned enough to say that that's a gal uh, yep. at that moment. Um, but uh, this queen... She was like, she's like, do you know how I know, I know you're not gay? And I was like, how? I was like, how? And she goes, she goes, it's always the sweet, sensitive ones that you that a lot of guys probably call you gay, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, she goes, yeah. Those are the ones that aren't gay. The ones that are gay are the ones that get mad about it, or like the big, the big jock football player type, or the quarterback type. That guy's always gay. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I completely agree. We went to Vegas for an author signing and it was all of us girls walking around with my husband and this flaming adorable gay man who was handing out flyers is he's handing out flyers and he sees John and he's like mm. <laughs> and he goes 
whose does this belong to? And I'm like, that one's mine. And he gave me a high five and he's like, ooh, honey. And I was like, fuck yeah. And we got in an elevator and one of the authors was just staring at John and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm fucking hot. Yeah. He's like, I'm sexy. And she's like, if that would have happened to my boyfriend, he would have flipped out. And John's like, then you need to get rid of him. Yeah, that guy's gay. <laughs> right? John's like, I'm sexy. <laughs> yes, you are. You're a big bear. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's 2019. If you're gay, just be gay, you yeah, know? exactly. Like, it's cool. Um, just don't be angry. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Oh. You know, even with how tight I am, I can feel that you've loosened me up so much. And this CBD stuff, too. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. telling you, you're going to go home. It just, I've been putting it on my wrist because I've been doing so much. Yeah. And, you know, when I work out, too, we lift a lot. Uh-huh. So this stuff has saved me, like saved me. I actually ate some CBD before I came here, too. Oh, did you? Yeah. I do. Well... I do all those, all these shirts at the store where Care by Designs there. Yep. They're the best. They're amazing. They're the, the absolute best. I have friends come to visit from out of town, and I have like a whole Care by Design cubby hole in my cupboard. Uh huh. That's all the products that I've gotten from doing spots here, like development spots here on those shows where they have weed. Yeah. You'll leave with like a grocery bag full of stuff. <laughs> They're fantastic, and they're so knowledgeable. Yeah. No, I love them. When they brought me that, they were like, hey, Joy, come here. And I'm like, okay. And they're all, we got something for you. And they were just all happy, and I'm all, uh-huh. Yeah. And they hand me that huge bottle, and they're like, this doesn't exist. And I'm all, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not kidding. The only two people I've ever seen with that have with that from them is you and joe rogan yep i was so excited and i'm like oh my god can i because i'm that person too i'm like can i give you money and they're like you can't afford this and i'm all okay <laughs> then i'm just gonna walk away i couldn't even imagine what that would cost i don't yeah it yeah <laughs> yeah care by design if you want to sponsor my podcast snuggle storm you can <laughs> okay just letting you know what is your podcast about, and how did I not know oh, about this? Um, I should have actually brought you a shirt. I'm, I usually bring shirts for people. Um, uh, I will, I'll just bring you one up to the store sometime. Okay. But um, uh, So my girlfriend is a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Oh, I love so her. She needs to come. I want her on the podcast. Oh, she's great. I she, am a medical nerd. Oh, God, that hurts so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I just got into a tiny car crash. Oh, my God. <laughs> With joy. <laughs> With joy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, Pete, tell her the premise of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, my girlfriend is a psychiatric nurse practitioner, and she, like, um, like she prescribes medicine to people, you know? Like, uh -huh. like, she can do, like, all the scheduled medicines, just like a psychiatrist could. And she sees patients all day long, 
and um, uh, she actually uh, she has her own private practice. So if there are any comics that are struggling, um, she's offered to help them as well. Oh, uh, I love her. Yeah, she's yeah. way better than anyone else. Yeah, she's great. And so what we do is we'll have a comic on the podcast, and uh, we usually just kind of shoot the breeze. But it's it's mostly like if a comic went to go see a therapist, and then there was also a comedian there. You know, so like you're telling the person your problems. <laughs> Imagine like a comedian sitting next to your therapist. I think that would be even more relaxing to me because if it started getting like too deep, somebody would be like, "You're a bitch," and I'd be like, "Thank you for bringing me back." Yeah, exactly. like, I needed you. <laughs> so that's basically what Snuggle Storm is, and then we always have the guest give advice to listeners as well, um, and. It's it's great, you know, so like everybody gets a little bit of help and um but I would say that the podcast is like more funny than self help. I love it. I'm so yeah. listening on the way home. Oh, thank you. Uh, what a good yes, and if she does want to be on the podcast. Oh my god, she would absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. She's also somebody who um she doesn't want to be in entertainment, but she's so good on camera accidentally uh-huh that um like i remember the first podcast that we did um she was just sitting on the couch and she's like i'm not going to be a part of this i don't want to be on camera or on mic i don't want to do this and then halfway through she's like yeah i just can i talk can i just say something <laughs> she's like mic me up yeah and so the premise wasn't even like we we stumbled upon this premise by her coming on the first episode. Snugglestorm was just going to be in an advice podcast that I was going to do, and then because she was like, I have to put my two cents in. That's how this idea was birthed. I fucking and love that. It's so fun. And then um, Nikki Glazer is Nikki Glazer is my best friend, and Nikki has uh, Jamie, my girlfriend, on her Sirius XM show to like give advice to people. Uh huh. And, um, but again, Jamie's like, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be on microphones. I don't want to be famous. Like she has no desires to be in the spotlight, but then people keep dragging her in. That's she's a whole person. person. Yeah. That's funny. Surrounded by us misfits. That's funny. Cause that's how everybody's like. John, you're funny. Like, you should get on stage. And he's like, no, I'd pass out like one of those terrified goats. And I was like, fuck, that would be funny. A fainting goat. (laughs) He just got on stage and just feel like freeze and then fall. Oh, my God. But he is funny. And I'm like, fuck, the first time somebody convinces you, because somebody's going to convince him to get his ass on stage, he's going to be he's going to get famous way faster than I've ever pretended to try. And it's, oh. and then we're going to get divorced, but that's okay. <laughs> he's going to get off stage. Babe, I killed. You're like, I'm leaving you. <laughs> I just hand him the papers like, Hey, heard you did really well. Fuck you. <laughs> Cause I bombed here. The first time I bombed here on the main stage, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with comedy. I don't. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, but we can still come to the comedy store, right? Like, <laughs> you don't have to get on stage, but we could still come. And I was all, fuck you. Can you support me for a minute? <laughs> and he's all, yeah, but this is our favorite place. We can't just abandon it because you suck. And I was all, oh. <laughs> okay. You're like, I guess I'm not quitting. <laughs> I guess I'll just give me a goddamn microphone. Yeah. I'm oh going to talk God. shit about you. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I've been, I've been doing comedy now for 21 and a half years. Oh, you're legal. I'm legal, yeah. yeah. And uh, I actually had my, uh, on my 21-year comedy anniversary, that was when, that was the night that Adam told me that I could do development spots. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Good for you. it was a really fun night. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, dude, that's so cool. Pass for development. And um, that program's so cool, by the way. Like, the fact that... I wouldn't that, know. No. but yes yes (laughs) the um i'm such a people pleaser i'm like it is not cool then i guess (laughs) (laughs) okay good because i'm the same way i'm like yeah "Yeah, whatever you say yeah i'm like you know that thing that i i went into with strong conviction (laughs) i don't believe that well, like I tell my kids, the only way to get rid of peer pressure is to give in. Yeah. I'm like, just, just give in. It's fine. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you start? I started in Minnesota, and then I moved to New York, and um, I was... Uh, like I, I'm one of the main, you know, people at the comedy cellar and all that stuff. And oh, that's like, so cool. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I'm on their TV show, and you know, a lot, and I fly back and forth to do it on Comedy Central, and then I fell in love with a girl that lived here, my girlfriend, the one that I was just talking about. The one we love. Yeah, and Nikki Glazer, who's my best friend, she, I talked her into moving to New York City. I was like, you're gonna be able to work on your Netflix special way more. There's gonna be way more spots. Then she left LA and moved to New York, and then I fell in love with an LA girl. Oh, you're and, a dick. Well. <laughs> So I, I went out to lunch with Nikki and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to talk. I think I'm going to talk Jamie into moving here. And Nikki was like, dude, you got to go to L.A. She's like, you got to move there. She's like, I know that I just moved here and like we're getting to hang out. But she's like, we're going to hang out so much when I'm in L.A. and you got to go. Oh, I love that. Yeah, And so I, I moved to L.A. for love. And I knew that it'd be like a little bit of a like an ego reduction, you know, cause uh-huh. like I kind of had carte blanche in New York, but I was like, that's good. It's like, that's good to go. All right. I, I gotta go get in at all the places that were scary to me, you know? Right. You're testing yourself even more. Fuck. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it's been so fun. Like I love coming to the store and meeting all these people that I've idolized and I've never really spent time with. And, um, it's so funny, like, New York comics are so quick to, to like, do this, like, New York versus L.A., and I'm like, you're just afraid of it. <laughs> you just don't know that everybody here is amazing. Also, I mean, look at the comedy store. Everybody that goes on stage here is a superstar. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is an amazing place. It really is magical. It's- now, how do you feel... How do I feel after the massage or during it or all of it? Do I? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, yeah, how do I? On the inside, I feel amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Massage-wise, I feel I still feel like. Here's the funny thing: being a people pleaser, I want to not be so tight for you. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to have fully, like fully um, relaxed, but I think I have like a year's worth of knots in my back to get out. You know, out. right now, and this is what I tell the patients that are just really tight, you are on defense. Your body's like, this bitch needs to leave us alone. Why does she keep sticking her thumb in me? In about two hours, your body is going to be like, hey, 
she's gone. And then you're just going to get this like full on, just like, oh shit, she's gone. And then you're going to hear my voice and it's going to be like, oh, she's back. Make her go away. Yeah. No, you could, I could keep going on you. That's the thing about this thing is I have, you know, I like book two people and I'm like, fuck. And then everybody's like, is it done? I'm like, no. Keith, is it Keith? Oh, uh, so oh. Qu oh, we're doing Quincy. Oh, I have sexual tension with Quincy. <laughs> I told. I said that in front of John, and he's all, "Don't say that shit in front of your husband." I'm like, "No, it's it's okay. We're it's funny." Ha ha ha. All right. Do you want to plug anything? Oh. oh. Fuck yeah. Or do like everybody else does and watch it on YouTube. Yeah. But you can go to my website, peatly.net. If you go to websites, you can follow me on Instagram. I did get Peatly, so I got at Peatly, Peatly, Peatly. It's my name three times. Like Beetlejuice, okay. Yeah, it's like Beetlejuice. Fuck yeah. I'm the Beetlejuice You're like, you need a friend? You say my name three times, I'm like, I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, listen to Snuggle Storm uh, on anywhere that you get podcasts. And then we're, the video version of Snuggle Storm is going to be out on Facebook and YouTube uh, starting, I think, next week. We're putting our first video on. I'm so going to listen to that on the way home. Uh, thank you. Of course. That's exciting. All right. Okay, first of all, Twitter is the only one I'm good at. I have over 48,000 followers. And then everybody's like, now we're on Instagram. I'm like, oh. I know. Every time, every time you get into something, it switches. I was so proud of my Twitter, and now everybody's like, oh, fuck you. That's nothing. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> but, I mean, I use Twitter every single day. And I, love I do, too. <laughs> Here, I'll stop so we can. Had to, had to do one more. I know. I was like, "There's." Is that the clip we're gonna use for the show? Yep. Uh. <laughs> I love Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Twitter's my favorite. <laughs> Everyone in America. I love Twitter. And then I'm gonna put after that. I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm straight. straight. Just put them all together. <laughs> all right. We are done, but don't move because I'm going to take a picture. I'm dead. Good. You look good. So Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm going to have you stick your head in the hole. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, oh, look. One, two, three. One, two, three. Did it take it? Take it. There we go. Perfect. That's great. Okay. Oh, my God, that was so good. Take your time getting up. I'm going to go in here. Oh. <sighs>
All right, that was my episode with Pete Lee. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know the intro was a little weird. I'm just really tired today, and I fucked it all up, so I'm sorry. Uh, but if you if you feel I didn't fuck it all up, at least the episode was good and the interview was amazing. So um, if you want to like, click, subscribe, comment, all that bullshit, um, or send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. That would be super cool. And until next week, bye-bye.